Hello and welcome to the Growing Green Podcast. Your host, Jeremiah Jennings, is the owner of Growing Green Landscapes in Birmingham, Alabama, and has a passion for growing the entrepreneurship community for those who are young in business. Being a business owner isn't easy, especially in the early years, and that's why in this show we dive into a wide range of topics covering all the challenges small business owners deal with. Even if your company is generating a million dollars or more, the stories from our great guest and Jeremiah's own firsthand experiences will propel your business forward. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings, and I'm super excited to come to you today with another great new fresh guest interview. And I love doing guest interviews. You know this. If you listen to the show for any length of time, they're some of my favorite shows. And we have a returning guest today. This is one that we had, man, it's been a couple, I think it was like summer of 20, was it summer of 22, I think it was? Is that when it was? Yeah. You think it's been that recent? Has it only been that long? I see, it was long. You see, that's what I thought, but I started the podcast in 21. So I don't think we did it. I don't think I did it that soon. I think it was I think it was like May or something of 22. So it was a while. I mean, over a year, year and a half Actually, ago. I could tell you exactly when it was because your wife was pregnant. You guys were on your baby moon. I'm pretty sure you yeah. were in Florida. Yeah, we were definitely at the beach. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, so it must have been May or June of, of 22 for sure because Jack was born in in, uh, in September of 22. So Yeah, it was right before that. Yeah, yeah, that's wild, man. Well, the th- I feel like things have changed. I feel like we've come a long way. Y'all have grown a lot. Uh, we have Jordan Natsel with the Lawn Tools in here. Uh, man, you don't have to tell everybody how you're doing. That's kind of the stereotypical question. How are you doing today, buddy? But, uh, <laughs> man, let's hop into it, man. T- tell everybody a little bit about the Lawn Tools, about yourself, what y'all got going on. It's it, it, you If you don't know who the Lawn Tools are, you probably live under a rock. Um, so, I mean, just <laughs> but, but give us the update. No, I, I guess the lawn tools. Yeah, the background. Um, I'm actually an optometrist, so this is all just a goofy hobby. I'm not a professional landscaper. Um, I just take care of my own lawn, which is confusing for people in a lot of the videos because people ask me all the time if I'm a golf course superintendent or groundskeeper, <laughs> and they either think that I'm working on a golf course and you know, in, in the comments, it always cracks me up because people like always assume stuff, right? They're like, oh, you just screwed up that golf course, or oh, your superintendent's going to be mad at you, and be like. I don't have one of those. Like this yeah. is my lawn. It's not a golf course, uh, but it's super, I guess um, it's a compliment to me, right? Like that people think that the grass that I'm working on is a golf course, or, you know, so I'm in the, <laughs> the same conversation That's right. as, That's right. yeah. as the golf courses. Um, and and then, you know, the same comments come the other way about like, oh, you're not making as much money per hour that way. You should have done oh, it this way. Goodness. I've heard I'm like, I'm not making any money. <laughs> this is my, this is my lawn. Yeah. So he's paying me to do this. I'm spending money to do this. Um, up until more recently now that this, you know, social media stuff has kind of like taken off, I guess. And so now making money, um, by doing lawn work, it's not a client that's paying me. It's Google or meta or, yeah. you know, whatever, you just basically leave ad revenue. So it's just a crazy hobby. Um, not my, well, I don't know. I guess it's a side hustle, right? So you say it's not my job, but it is kind of a second job. It's, it's a really weird deal. What a time to be alive. 2023, where you can, you know, punch holes in your lawn and throw (laughs) sand out on it. And people will pay you for that. Not people, but companies will pay you to do that. It's crazy. And and pay you a pretty good chunk of money to do it too. You, I mean, people love it. So yeah, (laughs) it's wild. 
the oddly satisfying sand spreading and yeah it's what it is is like you just got to confuse people so they ask a lot of questions in the comments or get mad at you Mm -hmm. you put sand everywhere and or walk on you know a wet lawn and if people assume that it was frost they'll love to comment and tell you that you just killed all of your grass and they just don't know what they're looking at i guess and so you make people mad and then that ends up making you more money it's kind of a weird deal it's almost like if the haters were smart enough to realize that they'd probably stop commenting but no like they're just too the ones that comment the dumb stuff are the ones that are too dumb to realize and it's it's just like i'm not gonna explain it to them i don't want them to (laughs) you (laughs) comment every day really is to defend yourself and like go out and tell them like hey you guys don't realize how this works yeah you commenting all this hateful stuff is actually helping me but i don't i don't want them to know i just like it and that's the best way to do it anyway just ignore it and move on i make the mistake of replying sometimes and then it just like makes me think about it way more than i want to so like literally the best way to do it is just to ignore it yeah. and i tell my wife that too because she'll she'll read the comments sometimes and that's a mistake because then she gets mad <laughs> up inside other friends of mine too i read your comments man doesn't that bother you all these people are such haters and whatever i'm like no i i don't read a lot of them i've gotten to the point where i can't like you just have to ignore it. I don't know. Like it, it stinks because I would like to read the comments on people who are being supportive and people who are you know, encouraging or whatever and try to connect with people more. But when you start getting lots of views on videos, that's unfortunately not the majority of what happens in the comment section. So yeah, it's, it's healthier for me mentally just to ignore all of them. Well, that that's kind of what I, I want to kind of go into that that road a little deeper if you if you want to not to go too deep this early in the morning especially fresh at, we're recording this fresh after Thanksgiving so hope everybody have a, had a happy Thanksgiving but it's it's something that you don't really think about when you get started uh, doing social media or just doing any type of posting out there in the public eye like that has that have you had any anything that you don't mind sharing or want to open up about like how have you handled it mentally like that is a lot of people that is hundreds of thousands of people that will literally just bash you. And you're like, man, I thought this was a good idea. And then you get on there and the people are like just ripping you a new one. And obviously you've learned how to handle it now. Like, but there has to be a growth process that comes with that. And that this is just to like, obviously everybody that's listening is not getting hundreds of millions of views on their videos. They're doing something different in life, but it might be somebody talking negatively to them about their business or something like that. Like you can take this and translate it however you want to. So how did you kind of have you, have you worked through that? How did you get to that point now um, of just learning to let it go. Uh, it's a slow process of just desensitization, really. Like when I, I started, I started YouTube uh, in 2017 or 18. I can't somewhere around there. I don't know if it was like the it was in the fall because it was the worst time to start a lawn care YouTube channel. But I started in the fall of 2018, I think. Um, anyway, so I was doing YouTube for a while, and so you know you get uh, 16 views on a video or whatever. And you're grinding and like commenting on everybody else's videos and like making connections, other people who do videos to like get them to come watch your videos and this and that. So you start out with 16 views and the next one gets 20 views. And you know, you don't get any comments. Like all the comments are the people who you've gone and commented on their videos. And so they come in, Oh, great video, man. Loved it. Blah, 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 whatever. You don't get just like haters. Um, so slowly over time, as it starts to grow, you start getting those and little by little, like that, that would really get to me. People, I, one of my first few videos was me jackhammering out a rock that was like in my lawn. I did go try to like pull it up. I had, um, a skid steer actually, and I got under the end of the rock and I was going to pull the whole thing up. And when I started pulling it up, like 20 feet away from me, the ground started moving. And I was like, oh shoot, that rock is way bigger than I care to like 
dig a huge hole or whatever. So I was like, I'm just going to cut this tip off of it and leave the rest of it under there. So anyway, jackhammer, cut the, the rock off, um, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. But like the comments that started coming through on that video, because for whatever reason, that video was one of my first ones that got like some views, you know, oh, like it caught some attention. And um, the comments, you know, people tell me I, I did it wrong or I should have used something different. You like One person commented, I, I'll never forget this, because they commented that I should have used a pneumatic device that was connected to a backhoe or something like that. And I was like, where do you see a backhoe <laughs> lying around in the background of this video that I show? Yeah. yeah. If I had that, if I had access to one, I absolutely would have used it, Yeah. but I don't. My father-in-law knew a guy who had a jackhammer. So that's what I use. And so I came up with this like mantra and I always told people, I was like, the, the equipment that you have is more effective than the equipment that you wish you had a hundred percent of the time. And like, cause everybody would comment on anything tool that you're using. Oh, you should be using this. You should be using that. I was like, I don't, I don't want to spend the money to buy that tool just to do this one job. I'm going to use what I've got in my shed. Like I'm going to use a shovel. Like, so anyway, um, so that like ate at me, like those comments. And I was like, ah, and I would defend myself and comment back and tell them like, that's why I'm not using the, and tell them like, try to defend myself and tell them why that was a dumb comment or whatever. And like, I would think about it way more than I ever wanted to. And it would eat at me. And so slowly over time, like, I got more okay with those dumb comments because you just get desensitized. But then the huge increase in comments and like trolls came with TikTok because I never had, like you're talking about, you know, millions of views on a video before that. I started TikTok in fall of 2019. Um, and I don't remember what, you know, the first video would have been, but like the the section of my lawn, I have this like, hilariously small section of grass the only part that touches my neighbor's lawn so it's yeah. like this little that's the, that's the most famous strip of grass on the planet there, there you go exactly so i mow half of it and people love to hate on that oh you're so petty oh you're so this but then there are other people who pretty passionately defend me saying like no you should never touch your neighbor's lawn you never know what kind of lawsuits waiting for you in that blah 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 like there's arguments in the comments which is what makes those videos blow up so i just kept doing that i kept mowing my half of the thing then i'd sometimes mow all of it then i'd scalp it my neighbor doesn't care at all like does not <laughs> care one bit about what i do with that my other day so there's been two of them the first one didn't care they sold the house and i was like oh shoot is the new neighbor gonna care what i do <laughs> with this it might actually matter right so i finally bring it up i was like hey i do these dumb videos and put them on the internet like do you care or do you want me to do this with the grass and he was like I don't care. Like he, he was like, whatever you want to do, I, I don't care. And I was like, yes, another neighbor that doesn't care. That's awesome. So I play it up in the videos, but that's where the hateful comments come. And so it's been a slow progression over time of like, I, I wish I need to like actually draw this graph, but I've got this graph in my mind where it would be like over time, time would be on you know the bottom of the graph. And then um, the how welcoming I've been to hateful comments. And so like at the beginning, when you first start social media posting for like in my specific example, um, I am not welcoming to hateful comments, right? Like I was, I was mad anytime someone commented something hateful, like on day zero, day number one that I posted a video and slowly over time, it's gone like this and I've gotten more and more welcoming. So on this axis, like the axis where the graph is aligned, you know, I've gotten more and more welcoming to hateful comments, but we've gone from, like feeling, getting mad, getting angry when somebody comments something hateful on your video. And as you move up this axis, you go to being able to ignore. So you can ignore the hateful comments, then welcoming them and thinking like, oh, like this is actually good that I'm getting comments to 
embracing them. And when you get the hateful comments, you're actually kind of happy about it to inviting them to where literally I will go out of my way now to do something on purpose to make people comment like troll stuff or whatever. Like yeah. I will do something wrong, like, wrong on purpose. Like I used a plugger a couple different times to dig out a flower bed and people love to comment like, oh, a shovel would have been faster. So of course, what do I do in the next video? Like not going to use a shovel. Exactly. I'm going to use a plug. And it's confusing. And for some reason, it makes people very angry at a, a video about digging out, a, a you know, extending a flower bed on my the side of my house. Um, and that's what I did on that, that section of lawn in between my house and my neighbor's house. Yeah. First time that I experimented with inviting the hateful comments was on that section of lawn. And I had basically over the course of months figured out that people loved to comment that I shouldn't only mow my half. People loved to comment that I shouldn't mow the entire little triangle in the front if I'm going to mow my half in the back. Mm. People love to comment that I shouldn't have used the rotary scissors, like that people hate the rotary scissors. Oh, a string trimmer would be faster, right? Well, you'll make more money if you use a string trimmer because it's faster. Again, not a landscape pro. But um, and then that I blow the clippings into the street and that motorcycles are going to slip mm. on the clippings that I blow into the street not realizing that I live in a cul-de-sac and that my clippings are like dust and that that's the direction I have to blow the clippings to like, I blow them into the street to get them off to the side. Like yeah, you don't leave them in the street. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's so I'm of course, again, not going to explain that, but I did all of that in one video. Like I was like, okay, I'm getting angry comments about all of these things individually. Let's put it all together <laughs> and show it all in one video. So I did that all at one time to try to invite as many angry comments as I possibly could. And it worked amazingly. I actually, we had a visitor, we had a guest that was here like passing through another lawn care guy that was coming to visit like my house or visit us. And I was posting the video that day and I told him like basically what I just told you, but I hadn't posted it yet, but I told him this video is gonna blow up because it's gonna get a bunch of hateful comments. And it did, then we're talking like 20 or 30 million views later, like wow. over the next week or whatever, because of the hateful comments. And so that's like, the progression that you get to eventually to where, you know what, I'm not like, I don't care about these hateful comments anymore. In, spec in fact, if I can change my mindset and if I can invite those comments and all of a sudden I'm winning, when someone's commenting hateful stuff, I see it on my comments and it doesn't bother me anymore. I go, yes, got them. Mm -hmm. Like it's all of a sudden making me more happy than it is making me mad. It's so like it's a little a, mind game. Yeah. Or a big right. mind it's a game. Mindset shift. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That that's that's pretty cool. It's it's a it's something that you take people are obviously meaning it negatively. Like they're obviously trying to bash you and wear you down, but you just take it and turn it in and like you say, change your mindset and uh, you're going to get a whole different view on it. So that's pretty cool, man. I I think it's I think it's hilarious. I love getting in. I mean, I I don't have time to sit in the comment threads, but if they off, there's a certain video or something that'll catch my eye, and I'll go look at them, and it's just like, guys, are like, what are you doing with your time? Like, what are you doing with your life at this point? It's ridiculous, yeah. uh, man. Well, let's let's dive into a little bit of what the 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 content is from the lawn tools. Obviously, you said you're not a landscape pro, but it, it, how has that developed and grown? I, I think it's cool because. The creative side, that's what gets my attention. It's what catches me. It's what I like about you is like, y'all aren't just, you're not just out mowing tall grass. You're you're actually putting thought and like actually creating crazy, funny, obviously they're not like, they're just weird ideas, but it's like, it takes some 
there's some creativity behind it. I mean, where does that creativity come from? Is it you? Do you have somebody helping you? I mean, does your does your brother do some of that? What where does that come from? I think that's that's a cool that's a cool part of what y'all do. It is, it is mostly me. So my brother and I are the lawn tools. So you know we have like our logo is like our faces like turned into cartoons or whatever. So I'm on the right, he's on the left. So we become right tool and left tool. Um, and so we are the lawn tools together. My brother will be the first one to tell you that he does not contribute. Uh, anywhere like near as much as what the logo would suggest like yeah 50 like, 50 early around this is my lawn like i do you know i had a goal for myself at one point for shorts uh for like tiktok is where it started out because you know instagram reels wasn't even a thing at that point um but for tiktok to create one a day and and that's been kind of fun for me it's been a challenge to try to come up with a creative idea every day and i have pushed myself to do that so much that I, I mean, I obviously like some of it's like natural creativity. I don't know where that comes from. Uh, it's God given is all I can yeah. say. Like, I don't, I don't, cause people tell me that a lot, like, Oh, how do you come up with this stuff? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I never really considered myself a creative person. I do think my brother is way more creative than I am. He, he doesn't have the consistency. Like he's not, he's not in it every day, all day or whatever. Yeah. And I try to tap into that. I try to like pull him in and be like, Aaron, like, Hey, what's, you know, do you want to come up with something for this? And he has ideas, but like the follow through and the like day-to-day consistency isn't quite his thing. Um, and again, he'll be the first one to tell you that. So I'm not like, <laughs> not bashing him, yeah. 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 Um, so like just something about coming up with these ideas, but it, it's been fun for me to push myself in that and try to come up with a new one every day. Like it's kind of a, it's, that's been difficult. Like, and some days I've like, I've only missed a handful of days over the last, what, what did I just say? 2019. So three years or whatever. Um, I haven't missed very many days as, uh, posting a video and some of them like, okay, way less creative, just like using a certain sound on TikTok and, and mouthing the words and making a joke out of it. Right. Like memes or whatever, like that's yeah, not yeah. as creative versus like coming up with a full, project or right now i'm growing so you remember like in the 90s troll dolls did you ever like yeah, see those yeah crazy hair or whatever which i know they came out with a newer movie but the yeah. old school troll dolls um i've got a couple of them off ebay that didn't have any hair and so i am rescuing them and i'm growing them hair out of ryegrass seed like oh so they're my in God. my closet right now sitting on a time lapse growing hair that's uh, grass so like I grow grass on shoes. I have fake grass on shoes. Like I I've just basically owned being like the, the lawn care hobby, you know, like being this lawn care guy. Cause a lot of people do take it way too far. I've taken it way too far. Like in my mind, I guess I'm doing it for a side hustle. Whereas a lot of people do it just as a hobby. Like they're yeah. not making any money. They're paying a lot of money and they're just as passionate about grass as I am. And I'm like, I don't understand how you do that when there's no extra motivation for it, but basically owning that and trying to be the most grass obsessed dad on the planet like what would the most grass obsessed dad on the planet do with this or that or that idea and so okay so maybe nikes are cool new balance are cool let's take it one step further and let's let's put grass on them yeah yeah Um, just you know and totally like being goofy to that level like taking it to the next level of over the top i guess and where most people it's like this is stupid why are you doing that um so yeah that's that's what's going on in my closet right now a spoiler for everybody out there. That's hilarious. how long does that take how long is that time that's gonna have to run so ryegrass seed will germinate in like four or five days it'll start so it's the grass has it germinated i don't know three or four days ago and i'll probably let it let it run for like a full week and the grass will be four inches tall or something because 
you know, it's warm in my closet. I've got a UV like grow light on it. Um, and, and a bunch of light shining on it for the time-lapse, like yeah. video GoPro setup. So, um, yeah, like in a week, it'll grow to the point where it's probably ready to, to like stop and edit the video and, and put it together. So I, it's not, it's, it's a lot. Cause I mean, I'm I like a spray bottle walking in there and watering it like three or four times a day, you know? So it's something I have to remember, you know, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking on. the video, like keeping the GoPro changed or charged or however you're doing that. The Go, right. The GoPro is plugged in, um, in there. So it doesn't have to stay charged. It's charged or whatever, yeah, yeah. like constantly. And then on the time-lapse setting, it just takes a picture every minute or whatever. So like mm-hmm. if you tried to do a video, I would have to swap yeah. out memory card crazy. Yeah, and I, so and thinking, yeah. main motivation, like I could do that, but the main motivation for that was not wanting the thing to move at all. Like I don't want to have to mess with the memory card because if for the, yeah. for the time-lapse as smooth as possible, the camera has to stay still obviously. So I don't want to have to switch out memory cards, but if you put it on the time, like if it just takes a picture every minute, my memory card, you know, the little thing will pop up on the top corner showing you how many pictures it'll take like yeah. on, that'll fit on that memory card. It says nine, nine, nine plus. So yeah, like, yeah. it's not going to run out of space. Um, it, it gets up. Like I did, I did, it on, I grew some grass on like some sandals and it was like an experiment for this time-lapse thing. And, uh, it got up to like 8,000 pictures or whatever. Um, How are you, yeah. have you had good luck with GoPro? Cause like here, I've always heard like everybody, I've used them a little bit here and there, but like I've had the ones that I've had have literally just like randomly shut off mid, mid video. Like what do you do if that thing shuts off halfway through your time lapse? Right. Well, so the sandals um, I wanted to do, I have to have two GoPros and one of them I had from the front and then I, one of them I had from like an angle up at the top and I was going to switch, you know, time-lapse from this yeah. angle and then time-lapse from another angle. And the one that was straight on from the front, which would have been the best, the best view, it shut off um, after the first two days or whatever, uh, like after a thousand or 1500 pictures. And then I could never get it to even do that much anymore. Cause I could like reset it and try to start over again, but it never, like it wouldn't work after that. The one that was on the top worked flawlessly and it filmed the entire time. So I switched them. I just took that one from the top. I was like, that one worked really well. So I put it in the front and I have that one going and that one's working great right now on the trolls. Um, but I have had the same issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. No, I haven't had like flawless luck with GoPros, but um, this one GoPro that I have seems to work better than. Which one is it? What, what number? Well, is it? I think they're both eights. Oh, uh, wow. So they're not even the new ones. They're wow. No, yeah. So right. One of them, like, yeah, I haven't used GoPros in a while. So like, I got those whenever the eight was new and that's yeah, what I was yeah. using my YouTube videos. And since then have moved to like, I got a Sony um, like DSLR camera and now I have a videographer. So yeah. I don't use GoPros anymore uh, basically at all. So those are like, yeah, just leftover from what I had before, but, but they're both eights. One of them works and one of them doesn't basically. Yeah. So yeah. yeah 50. <laughs> well, two things I want to dive into and then open mic. If you want to share anything else. The first thing is, how have you handled that, like, growing your team? Like, you can't you can't do all this by yourself. You could when it was just a little fun, silly side hobby. But then you get into some serious, like, you're running a business now. Whether, whether you like it or not, you're running a business now. And you have to have a good team around you. You have to have, you have to learn to delegate. What's that look like for you? Uh, trial and error. Um, it's not yeah, easy. So, it's not easy. No, Welcome no. to business. Yeah, exactly. Um, and managing a place. So I'm, I'm an optometrist and I am partnered with two other optometrists. There are three of us and we run a practice and an optical. Yep. So we have like 20 employees. So, you know, so yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it's nothing new. Like, and especially over the past few years, like during COVID, the turnover skyrocketed. So, right. like, it's just constant, 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 constant retraining, constant hiring, constant like people quitting, and 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 the drama that goes along with having twenty, you know, people <laughs> working together, yeah. and this person doesn't work well with that person. It's hilarious, actually, because. When, when when I was in high school and even before that, my family, we, we raised Labrador retrievers. We raised like dogs and sell them. People were training for hunting and yeah. all kinds of cool things. But they were like really good quality lab dogs. And when I was doing that, like you have to let them out and exercise them. So we had this like fenced in area and they all had their individual kennels and you'd let them out and run them around and throw the, what we call the bumper, throw the bumper for them. And while you're training them for hunting type stuff, um, but there were certain dogs that couldn't be let out with other dogs or whatever. Like there were, you know, this one didn't get along with that one and that one didn't get along with this one. So you'd have to let, you can let them all out together except for that one and this one. And then you have to like take turns. That one had to go back and then this one could come out with the rest of them. And then you could run these around. And then that one had to be out by itself. And at, as humans, like we aren't as <laughs> far away from like all the rest of the animal kingdom as we like to think. Um, because that's the same thing. Like sometimes managing employees, you're like, well, we have to move that person over to this area because those two don't get along. And so we have to actually like let them work separately or work different shifts or whatever it is. <laughs> it was kind of funny to me to have that thought of how those things correlated. Um, but in, you know, in the lawn tools running this business, it's the same thing. Oh God, <laughs> I'm gonna have to shovel. I don't even have a snowblower. <laughs> Nobody to plow me. Oh my God, the neighbors suck. They don't help. Oh my God, what am I going to do? Do you want to keep the cash flowing this winter? Head over to LauntrepreneurAcademy.com and check out all of Brian Fullerton's new courses and powerful resources to get you cashing in on that white gold through plowing snow. The Snow Plowing Training Course is easy to understand and you'll learn what it takes to do the job effectively and how to bid, price, and estimate snow plowing for both residential and commercial properties. LauntrepreneurAcademy.com has three new resources to take the hassle and guesswork out of securing your snow removal jobs, plus there's eye-catching marketing materials that can help you secure new clients quickly. Ready to crush the snow game this year? Visit LauntrepreneurAcademy.com or use the link in the podcast description. You've got somebody that doesn't want to show up or somebody quits or somebody, whatever, gets a different job. And so like over time, like because the lawn tools, you know, started out making just a little bit of money. So like that was a lot different because I bought into an optometry practice and the optometry practice had money to pay employees. So it's like we have the money to pay employees, but you still have to like hire them when they quit and replace people. Whereas the lawn tools slowly, slowly started making more money. And so then you might have a little bit of money. Okay. Hey, I'll, hey, I have a buddy who wants to come help me make videos, I'll pay you like to come over and help me with videos. And so it's yeah. like, it might be one or two hours a week, you know, or whatever. It's like just every once in a while you come over and help me out. And then it maybe gets a little bit more consistent. And then he gets a job that he doesn't have time to do that anymore or whatever. And so, okay, now do I have another buddy that can help me out? Um, my brother-in-law moved here from Florida at one point. So he started helping me out. And so he's gotten more and more like basically he started helping me out more and more and more to where he's helping me doing a lot of the mowing um, and the like day-to-day -day maintenance on the lawn. Like he'll do some spraying for me, a lot of the mowing um, and then helps me with videos and stuff too. He's like kind of a videographer for short stuff too. Cause like we went on a road trip um, and went to a few NFL stadiums and um, another spoiler for you. I went to visit Jake Owen, the country singer. He real mows his lawn. And so oh, we went wow, to his yeah. house. 
That's awesome. And um, I mowed his lawn and we got to hang out with him and see his property, which is super cool. So like my brother-in-law was walking around with my, with the lawn tools phone, like filming for short content while my like videographer, you know, like the official videographer is walking around filming like YouTube videos. So anyway, my brother-in-law is like a jack of all trades in the lawn tools and like does a little bit of everything and helps me out with a lot of stuff. And then just at the beginning of 2023 is when we got to where like, I was like, I want to unload some, the long, long YouTube videos take way more time than like any of the short stuff. So like I kept doing the short stuff, hired somebody to do the long form videos. And it was, uh, he's a young guy um, that I found who's just getting into some of the stuff. He's been on film crews, you know, doing stuff for commercials for companies that are local or whatever. Um, but he's, he was trying to do like his own thing. And I just Googled his name and found him and he's getting started. And so he was super excited about it. And uh, he, he caught the vision pretty quick. Cause I, I told him like, I'm making videos about lawn, like my lawn, lawn <laughs> yeah. cutting grass. And sort of the goal with that is to make it comically like the, the videos should almost be like, I want them to be like high quality enough that it's almost funny. Like why in the world does anybody put this much effort into videoing their lawn? And so that's what we go for. Uh, long form YouTube videos, I would say the views probably across the board, maybe I'm just terrible, but I've always known I'm terrible at it. Um, but across the board, I see everybody's views like slowly yeah, going, going down. down. Yeah. Human attention span is getting shorter yeah. and it, it is what it is. And so like, I've gone all in on the short stuff. Um, and I consider myself a short video creator now, like, like long YouTube videos just don't really do what they used to do. The um, only long form that I see sticking around for any length of time is like a, a podcast, a video yeah. podcast. That's about the only right. way that I think you're going to get somebody in front of a screen for that amount of time. Right. Yeah. If they're listening to an interview like that. I mean, like exactly. it's something you can listen to while you're doing something else. It's yeah. not like yeah. a 20 minute long YouTube video anymore that like people just sit and watch every detail of every little thing you're doing. It's something yeah. they can just listen to sort of in the background of, whatever else they're doing I, in, uh, our opinion right like that's yeah you know, yeah like but, i'm a, like i'm a like i'm a guru i don't know anything about it yeah 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 but um anyway that's sort of how it's like just slowly happened over time that like now you know my brother-in-law and uh, the videographer we have like scheduled times we get together and we try to film stuff and then my brother comes over when he can i mean he's got kids he's got a job too and so it's like coordinating all these schedules is tough trying to come up with the timing on that road trip was was yeah, tough. Like yeah, because you were going for a while, right? That was a couple, I mean, we a couple did days. Like four or five days. Yeah. So like the rundown on that was, so we we're in Arkansas. We went to the Atlanta Falcons um, stadium, so Mercedes-Benz stadium. And then Georgia Tech has a golf facility, like right in the middle of downtown Atlanta. It was mm -hmm. super cool. And then went to Charlotte, went to a minor league baseball stadium there. We went to the Panthers stadium. We have not they have like a long approval process. We haven't been approved to release any of that video yet. Um, and then we went to Louisville to, to equip expo where you go every year, yeah. we went to a soccer stadium there and then went to equip in the afternoon. And then we went to Nashville, met up with Jake Owen, hung out with him for the afternoon and, and then came home. So it was like, it was a lot in that four days. Uh, we were all exhausted, but it was a ton of fun. And um, that's the type of stuff we're going to get into more, trying to get more like NFL stadiums and talk about the groundskeepers and like how much work goes into that. And people watch football like yesterday, you watch a lot of football and you have, you don't have any consideration for yeah. the maintenance that goes on to take care of the grass that they're playing on. And I think maybe all of the games yesterday might've been on fake grass. If I'm, I'm trying to think where they all were, but, but the ones on uh, real grass, it's crazy. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, even the ones with fake grass, like in Atlanta, they have a practice facility like an hour away that's all real grass. And so those guys take care of the real grass so the players can practice on real grass. And at the Panther Stadium, they like right across the street, they have their practice facility with real grass. So the groundskeeper there, he's taking care of the fake grass in the stadium, you know, all the, the fill that they have there and they have to wet it down and they dry it out and they do, you know, all kinds of different stuff yeah. to the artificial turf, more way more maintenance than you'd think. Painting it is the big part. Like they have to paint the logos, um, yep. scrub it off, paint them for a different event. Or in in Atlanta, they're painting for the soccer team, yeah. and then they're changing it out like the next day for a Georgia Tech game, maybe. And then they're how do you get the it. paint off? So they have these like basically zero turn mowers that have been converted into paint scrubbing machines. Um, and so they've got like giant brushes on the front that like rotate and they scrub the paint off as they spray it, you know, and they scrub it off. Um, and then like, you know, they have sprinklers out there. It's yeah. fake grass that they can like wash it off, you know, like wet it down and like rinse it off and then they let it dry and they go out and paint all new logos and all new really? engines and everything. Yeah. That's wild. Anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt you. So, that, yeah, so the the, the delegation, grow, the, the growing the team side has been something that has been – it's been a process, has been – it doesn't sound like it's been super hard, I guess you would. I mean, you've gotten some decent people in there. It's just takes some time. It's, that's, it's the same thing as, like, how, you know, oh, how have you gotten to the point where you're not angry at these mean comments? You're, like, just yeah. slowly over time. Like, I, I think I'm the same way. Like, I'll go find somebody's channel, and you're just like – go to someone's channel or someone's page on Instagram or whatever. It's like, whoa, this person is like built up this huge following and it seems like they blew up overnight and they just have it all figured out or whatever. Yeah. Like if you ask them about it, it would be the same story. It's like, well, no, it's just kind of been this slow, steady process. Then you have those viral moments here and there and you might get like, you know, a bunch of followers all at once from one crazy video. But uh, for the most part, it's just like slow and steady, like consistency and, what we don't see behind every person that we feel like blew up overnight is the five years that they've put in yeah. before you ever found out about them or whatever. Like that's what you don't, you don't see. And you have to, cause it feels like when you start something like I want to start something. And of course I want it to blow up tomorrow because it should or whatever, like, you know, because exactly. everybody's entitled to that. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like it, that's not how it works. And nobody that's a success actually blew up overnight what even if it feels like that to you because you just started seeing their content yesterday or whatever so the same thing with growing a team it's just been like a slow process and you just grow to the point where it's like man now all of a sudden having another person because i keep my my <laughs> i keep biting off more than i can chew as far as like adding in more areas that are really nice grass so like basically the amount of time that i have to spend mowing on a weekly basis that goes up and so i just like kept adding in oh another green here and another part like the fairway got bigger and now this we added another green up the hill like more tee boxes and and i just keep adding on more and more and more which necessitated hiring another person to help me mow so that was like i had tried out a few different people it was there was a buddy of mine that would help me mow and then there was like a 16 year old kid from my neighborhood that like you know was doing some landscaping and i was like well you want to try to learn how to use one of these mowers and do this and that like that would fizzle out and just wouldn't work out or whatever. Like, um, and so then the next person comes along and you just like try out all this stuff little by little over time. And then one of these just clicks to go, oh, this person works well and they're consistent and they keep doing it. So like, let's go. And they just keep like growing with me and, and keep learning more and more and more as, as we go through the process of growing slowly over time. Like it's not, it hasn't been any, there's no magic formula to that. It's just basically when you get to the point where it's a necessity, you just got to start trying different people in that position and eventually one's going to fit 
Yeah. So you have someone now that comes and mows for like you don't like. Do they get up at six four a.m. like you do and come mow, or they mow no. through the day? Or no, no, no. So I still like. Yeah, I ask my wife. I still mow way too much. Like yeah. But that's what's crazy is I mow all the time, and he's mowing a lot too. Like that's <laughs> you have that much to mow. Yeah. 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 Like. So it's not like I am offloading <laughs> all the manual labor. Yeah. I get up, yeah, you know, the butt crack of dawn and then I'll work out. And if it's so Fridays are my day off and like on a Friday, I'll go work out. And then right after workout, the sun might not even be up and I'm out here mowing in the dark. Um, Cause the, I have gr- like a couple of electric greens mowers. And so they're really quiet. So the neighbors are none the wiser and they have lights on them. So I can mow like, like at golf courses, they mow yeah. in the dark before golfers start. So like, same thing. Um, just because that's what it takes to like get it all done in a Friday. Um, Got to start early. Yeah. <laughs> and it's nice, you know, it's summertime, like get out there before it gets super hot. That's some part of the motivation for me too. But yeah, a hundred percent. So, all right. So I, I said, I got two things. That was one. The second thing we're kind of already naturally transitioning into it is a little bit deeper of a topic, but how have you, how have you done this? And it, still kept a healthy marriage and a healthy family because it's not easy. Like the time commitment that you've committed to this, it's not easy. It's not for the faint of heart. And so walk us through that a little bit because I see similarities here of guys who are in the early years of business. They're, they're starting a a side hustle as you could, some might say they might have a W2 job and then go start mowing or something on the side. But like, it's not easy. It's not easy. You commit a lot of time. You have to be really devoted what does it look like for you? And I, and I think I know some of your answers because we've talked about it before, but share out there for, for why and how you think you've done this and, and done it properly. And it maybe if you've messed up what you messed up. There you go. I was about to say the very first statement that follows that question is, you know, how have you maintained a healthy marriage? And the answer is that I probably haven't, yeah. but no, the answer is that I haven't. Yeah. Um, like I, Ah, over the last few years, like the arguments that have come up over time and like, I have this vision for what I'm building and I know the potential that it has. So I, I don't know, like you could either be like blame, like I could blame my wife and be like, you don't see the vision of what I'm trying to build and you don't believe in me or whatever, but I can't blame her one bit for not seeing the vision for what I'm doing because this is completely goofy. Yeah. And, and, I, I don't like just because it's been my passion and I have this vision for where I'm going with it. It's impossible to implant that vision into somebody else's head. So I can't blame her at all for not catching the vision and for being 100% willing to like, for example, on a Friday, if I'm spending all day mowing on a Friday when it's my day off and she's watching the kids and they're going crazy and they're getting into fights and they're being a huge pain in the butt. And like, I'm yeah. not available to help her out. She'd get frustrated. 1000 like percent justifiable. Like she should, she has gotten frustrated. We have gotten fights and she is 100% in the right <laughs> that I spent way too much time doing this. Yeah. It's easy now. Like if we can just say like the lawn tools is getting to the point where it's being pretty successful and like some really cool things are coming out of it. And so now it's easy for her to see her role in it. Um, and see like that she is helping me, like the fact that she is a- willing to sacrifice like her personal time yep. um, that she could have 
now I, I hopefully we're growing together. Hopefully like, I feel like I am contributing. Like basically anytime she has anything she wants to do, like I, I try to jump at the opportunity to say absolutely yes. Like she'll go with a friend or want to go, you know, do something with the girls night or whatever, like go hang out with friends or go do something. And I'm like, absolutely. Like I'll put the kids to bed. I'll try to juggle all three of these maniac children uh, <laughs> by myself. Yeah. And you do that. Like I, I try to jump at that. Like anytime she has something she wants to do, I would never tell her like, you cannot do that because she has sacrificed so much in the last five years, watching the kids and doing all this stuff. Like, well, I'm just doing my goofy hobby and spending so much time doing this. So like, hopefully we're at a turning point where like I get to return the favor a lot now. Like if I can start to free up more of my time with this, then I can give her more of like what she deserves because she's put in more of the work on the front end. All in that same vein, like while this has all been going on, I started out doing a lot. Like I would try to edit videos after work or something like that. And so then like, oh, I've got to edit a video. You know, you take care of the baby. Like I can't mm. do it. I got to be working on this or yeah. whatever. Um, and it that was very long. That, not did not, yeah, that did not last very long at all. So that's what motivated me to start waking up early in the morning. I already started like, I figured that out with working out early. Like when I started working out, I was in optometry school and tried working out like after being in clinic and it did not work. Like it was just, it takes way longer. You never know exactly when you're going to get out. Like takes time away from like evening family time. So a buddy of mine and I, we started working out at five in the morning before school, before we'd go to class and then we'd have clinic and it was already done. You'd already have the workout finished. So I just grew to the point, like I end up loving that. And so I always kept my morning workouts and keep my, my 5 a.m. workout. And people told me that was crazy. So then when I'm adding in the lawn tool stuff at like only, it only took a couple of a days of that, like that argument happening where I said, okay, this is not sustainable. I can't take away from family time to do this lawn tools thing. So I started waking up earlier. And so instead of waking up at four 45 to go work out at five, I started waking up at four 30 and then like four 15 and four o'clock. Like it eventually got to where, like I kept wanting to do more and more and more and more. So I like, I, I got to where I was waking up at three 45 editing for like an hour, then going and working out. Um, and then going to work and coming back and like, you know, still might be some mowing to touch up. So we got like, we had this sort of agreement, like I wasn't doing anything after work on a normal day, but it was like Tuesdays after work. Um, she had like, there were like some other kids where there was a play date kind of scheduled for that Tuesday afternoon or whatever. Mm -hmm. So like the kids would be on a play date sort of thing. So I'd come home for work and book it and get out there and start mowing and try to finish up so that I'd still have some family time before bedtime routine um and so that's like it kind of been the same thing like a slow process of just figuring out what works but the biggest thing for me was that i had to start waking up earlier and like not sacrificing my family's time i sacrificed my own sleep instead of sacrificing family time i guess um but it but like i said i it definitely has not been just like an easy oh like everything's been happy like my marriage has been perfect because we struggled with that like the time quality time was like the biggest thing mm -hmm. and that's not really been my love language and so that was tough for me i'm like well i don't understand we're together all the time like what do you mean like it's we're here together i'm out here but yeah i don't know like that's just it wasn't my thing so that's it's true. been a slow, yeah. like, slow learning process for me to figure out that like just being around is not quality time and so, like I said, now the lawn tools is getting to the point where I have offloaded some of the responsibility, more of the work, and also just kind of like figured out like what my schedule needs to be. And hopefully like that, like if I'm to the point now where I've offloaded some of that to where I'm freed up more to be like more present with my family in the future, I only see it getting better 
because the goal is to probably do less of the optometry thing, which keeps me tied up away from home, you know, from, for the nine to five. Whereas if I can be home and I, I don't, I don't need 10 hours a day, every day of the week to do this lawn tools thing. Like I'm sure if I have more time, I'll end up dedicating more time to it, but that's not my goal. My goal is to free up more time with this. And like we've talked about before, end up at silver dollar city in the yeah. middle of the school year on a Wednesday yeah. um, with my family, because the, we'll be the only people there and we'll get to have like the most fun ever. So like, that's the goal with it is to like free up time, but like getting to that point was not easy. And I, I like, if I had to do it all over again, Oh my word. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure I'd be able to, go through all of that like the learning curve and the arguments and and everything like i would not wish it on anybody unfortunately like that's kind of what it takes i kind of hate that there's a, a few of like I, I can't even think of his name he's this guy i see on social media he's an older guy and he's like work 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 sales 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 and like sacrifice family time because you need to make more money and i'm like how mm. is that your priority like how yeah. is that like so annoying to me he probably doesn't have a family no i think he does that's what's so really? sad is like mm. saying like he literally is telling people like encouraging them to sacrifice family time because the ultimate goal is to make money like you need to make a lot of money and then you can leave your kids a lot of money and they'll be happier with you than if you would have spent more time with them i'm like i really don't think that's true at all like i just don't yeah. I, I that's horrible advice so uh unfortunately building up anything you know that's going to take up a lot of your time you gotta try to figure it out and the only thing that like maybe saved um the lawn tools i guess is that i was willing to do it early in the morning like wake up at 3 45 in the morning to do all this stuff because it the lawn tools and my marriage would not both have existed if i wasn't willing to sacrifice my sleep and do it when everybody else was still asleep like I don't know. Like, I don't, it wouldn't have worked out. So like, you've got to be willing to, I'm, I've always been, I guess, of the mindset, like of trying not to make excuses. And so, Oh, the excuses, I don't have time. And you're like, well, yeah, you do. You're just more motivated to sleep instead of spend that time. So like, yeah, I'm tired a lot. <laughs> I still am. Like I still wake up early. I'm still tired a lot, but I'm more motivated to keep a happy family and continue doing the lawn tools thing that I am to be not tired. So like, I just push through. I don't know, like a little bit yeah. of extra caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, extra Red Bull. Right. Um, yeah, man. No, that that's cool. I, I I appreciate you sharing that. I think that there's not everybody's not cut out for that. Everybody's not cut out to run a business to grow us something like this because it does take the the extra work that that most people don't want to put in. And that's just it's it's frank, it's plain, it's simple, but it's just at the end of the day, that's what it is. And so you got to realize that if you're trying to start something like this. And that's why I think I say, like, if I had to do it over again, I think I've grown as a man, like maybe as a husband, as a dad, like I've grown and my mindset is different to the point where if I had to start over and do it all again, I don't think I could do that because because I, I my family doesn't deserve that. They didn't deserve that. Like they didn't deserve for me to sacrifice all the time that I did sacrifice with them. Like, I don't think I, I didn't completely ignore my family. I didn't like, we didn't, it's not like I didn't ever see my kids or play with my kids or whatever, but I sacrificed way more time with them than I probably should have. So now that I'm of that mindset as a dad and as a husband starting over, 
would be really, really tough because I would not want to sacrifice any more time with them. It would probably just be, I would have to accept that the lawn tools, like if I had to start over, would not grow anywhere near as fast as it has now because I wouldn't be able to, I would not be willing to put as much time to the lawn tools. Mm. Not that like, cause I know I would not be willing to sacrifice as much time with my family and do that to my wife again. Like it wouldn't happen. So I would just have to accept that I wouldn't either wouldn't do it at all or wouldn't, it wouldn't build anywhere near as fast. Which in turn would probably shut it down because you're still putting in that time, but you're not seeing results. So it's like, right. you're not going to, you're not going to continue forever. So like, that's what you got to, that's what people got to remember is these guys that put it in, you like you're saying people have been doing this for five, 10 years, 15 years. Most of the time you look at them and say, man, they got a lot of followers. They got a big channel. They got a lot of engagement. Yeah, that's cool. But they've, they've put in the time and they, they've stuck through when they thought there was not like there was, there wasn't anybody watching. There wasn't anybody listening. Um, all these people that have built big podcasts or whatever it may be. It's the time that they put in that no one was with them. No one was following. No one was paying attention. And, if you can, if you can make it through that time, and I don't know, spin the dream, build the dream, relay the dream, whatever you want to call it, to your support system, your spouse, your family, whatever, then I think you got a better chance of getting through it. But that's the thing that I, I feel like you had to have done that somewhat decently for you to to for you literally to still be married. Like the amount of time you put into this has been crazy, and I will say that I would probably say that getting up early has changed probably everything because you, you just you're adding time into the day that you're not taking away from them. But at the end of the day, your your wife has to be somewhat on board. I know you're saying like it's hard for her to realize it's a goofy, no, silly like, lawn lawn care, but she you had to get her on board at some point. Yeah. Well and I just give her like so much credit for being just I like to say you're talking about building up a team, right? Like so oh this employee and this employee, but but my business partner in my life partner, like, yeah, is my wife and she's been amazing. So we've, we've done some stuff in like rental properties as well. So I have like some rentals. I'll just say that, but like, um, she was skeptical about that at first too. Like, mm-hmm. and so like, you know, talking through it and like getting over that initial like risk in this. So do we, can we actually afford this? Is this a smart move? Are we going to be able to rent it out? What are the, you know, repairs look like and all this sort of stuff. And I had done the research. And so I was pretty confident. Whereas like, I'm just feel like I'm like trying to drag her along. And so you have to spend some time you're convincing each other one way or the other, because that's a team and that's a partnership. And I am just like beyond blessed to have what I consider like the most amazing teammate that I could possibly ever have. Like God has blessed me with this person that was willing to put up with all of my shenanigans because she at least caught a little bit of the vision for the lawn tools and believed in me enough to know that I could do it because she, she was willing to watch the kids. Like she, again, we got in arguments about it. She felt like I was spending too much time a lot of the time, but for the most part, like she graciously just kept the kids out of my way when I was trying to film something. Cause like for sponsored videos, like you can't, you yeah. can't be kids around in a video with a lawnmower. So like, there's a lot of that. Like, oh, we got to move to the front yard. Or we got to move to this. We got to do that and whatever. And keeping the kids toys off the lawn, like, cause we have this bounce house and like the bounce house stays out. there would be much easier just to sit out there, but it would kill the grass. Right. So we got to bring it off onto the porch every, every time they're done playing with it. And like all kinds of stuff like that, that she's been truly amazing. Like I, you know, say, oh, she didn't catch the vision and she's, you know, gotten on to like gotten mad at me, but like she, it, she, 
it was like a bajillion times over more gracious than she should have been. <laughs> she, she helped me out. She has been the most valuable teammate. The lawn, the, the lawn tools have had, um, hands down, like amazing. That's amazing to hear. That's amazing to hear. I'm, I'm happy for you guys. I'm happy to see that the results are coming in and, and obviously they are like, you've built a great audience. You've got a good following there and hopefully we continue to see more creative content from the lawn tools going forward. Is there anything else we missed that you want to share or get out there? I mean, what does the future look like in a, in a summary of, of what is, what is the future like for the lawn tools? I don't know. Like, it's just one of those, I, I like having these conversations and even like just talking about it brings it back, like reminds me that I need to go treat my wife right now. So maybe we'll get off this call and I'll uh, tell yeah. her to go take a bubble bath or something and I'll <laughs> man the kids for a little At while. 7am. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, exactly. All right, man. Well, that's cool. I, I, I love it. I appreciate your time. It, I mean, everybody knows where you are, but you know, standard procedure, where can everybody find you if they want to check you out? Yeah, so uh, YouTube, uh, the the handle or the name or whatever is the lawn tools on basically everything. But uh, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, I'm on Twitter, but I haven't really done much on there. I haven't really figured it out. I don't know. <laughs> X, X, B, come on. Get ah, it right. Sorry. Get it right. I think I, I vowed, I don't use Twitter at all, hardly. I know, and I haven't updated my app. I vowed, I think I'm just going to keep the keep the old Twitter oh, app. So, it, so when nobody else has it in 15 years, I'll still have it. <laughs> um, I'm just never going to update. So yeah, it's, it's wild. Things are changing. Uh, content's changing. Algorithms change. Life changes, but it's cool to see that, um, you're staying consistent, you're growing and your family's growing. And, uh, and I love to hear that. So we didn't even get into talking any eye care or anything like that, but that's quickly going to be coming a, a side hustle for you. Maybe right down the road. Uh, that's and people ask me about that a lot. Like, are you going to quit optometry? It's more complicated than that. Cause, because I'm a partner with in, these two. Yeah. And I'm not just going to like walk away selfishly and unselfish, like, you know, not wanting to just like leave them hanging. But at the same time, like I, I want to get to the point where I can sell my share of the practice, not just like walk away from it and get yeah. nothing from I bought in. Like, obviously, that's not a good move. So anyway, like it's I can't just walk away from that. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like a slow process of like. Maybe eventually I'll take one extra day off um, a week or whatever. And then you may be a half day off, you know, after that. And the next year, maybe another half day. Like, just going to be a slow process of when we can get new doctors in and and have people that are able to take those patients and take that extra time in the clinic. Then I can slowly, like, transition into doing, I don't know, once a day a week or two days a week or whatever. That'd still be, like, nothing. Two days of yeah. a nine to five. I think I can handle it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it, dude. Well, I appreciate your time, buddy. Uh, guys, thank you for tuning in and, and following with us. I hope you enjoyed the show. We love doing shows like this. It's just the conversation we get, the camaraderie is awesome. Uh, I love talking to guys like Jordan. And Jordan's one of the good ones, though. There's a lot of guys out there you're seeing on the internet that aren't so good, and Jordan's one of the good ones. So very, very appreciative for your time this morning, buddy. No, thank you for having me. It's been fun. Absolutely. Guys, I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, leave us a big five-star rating review. That would mean the world to us. It helps us grow the show. And uh, you know what we're trying to do here, just grow the community one relationship at a time. So without any further ado, that's going to wrap this episode up. And we look forward to catching up with everybody here on the next one. Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green Podcast. It is an honor to have you listening, and we hope you receive valuable advice to help take your business to the next level. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops.